Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Welcome to Chat Noir, Mystery and Suspense. I'm Linda Kozar, and I welcome you to the show today. Uh, my guest is Danny Mel, and he is a graphic artist and uh, art director with 10 years of experience working in graphic design firms, ad agencies, and the in-house department of a world-renowned ministry. In addition to his day job, he also does freelance projects, including book covers. And he has a great new website, uh, Danny Mel Covers. Uh, that's M E H L. So it's www.dannymehlcovers.com. And I speak from personal experience. Um, I'm traditionally published, but I also indie publish um, some books as well. And I have a mystery series that. Um, Danny's created all the covers for, and I only have him do the new books. <laughs> so the covers all have this sort of continuity, and uh, and they're wonderful. So um, anyway, uh, continuing on with some information about Danny, he's won multiple awards and had work featured in ma- major publications, including Graphis, Addis, um, AGIA Design Shows, and Logo Lounge. And he likes to work closely with clients to get to the root of the problem they're trying to solve and um, defining what we truly need to say and who we need to say it to. So um, I welcome you to the show, Danny. Thanks for being here. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, um, I like to I like to ask all of my guests how they got started. And I know let's let's get up front with this. Your mom is um, an award winning mystery and suspense author, and she writes other things too. Yeah. Um, Nancy Mel. And um, yes. she's a great lady. I love her so much. And when I found out that um, that you were designing book covers, I decided to give you a try. And that was the best thing that I ever did <laughs> with my books. Yeah. Um, so, um, so tell us how you got started. Um, yeah, well, uh, um, you know, I mean, I've, I've always been into art and been artistic, uh, yeah, my my uh, grandma was a, a painter, and so I think I kind of inherited uh, some of her artistic uh, bent. And and uh, so you know, ever since I was a kid, I've I've drawn and and painted, and and uh, uh, my parents really encouraged me, you know, in in that. 
even though you know I drew all over our walls as a kid, uh, they they still kept encouraging me. <laughs> and, uh, so, have you ever painted something that's hanging in your parents' house or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, um, uh, originally, you know, when I was younger, I, I uh, mostly like painted and drew, and and uh, uh, I've got a lot of uh, old paintings from that I did when I was a kid that I'm still trying to figure out what to do with them. They're stored in the basement and stuff. But yeah, my parents have some up still on still on their walls. They have one in their their living room, and and uh, you know, I haven't painted in a long time since since kind of focusing more on graphic design, but but. Uh, um, yeah, they they still have a few of mine hanging up in their house. Um, That's cool. so, most, most yeah. just refrigerator artists, but you went beyond that. <laughs> what was that? Most Sorry. kids are just refrigerator artists. All their artwork is displayed <laughs> on <the> refrigerator gallery. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, they they uh, they really encouraged me and got me. Uh, uh, you know, canvases and and paint brush sets and. And stuff. So yeah, I uh, uh, was painting on on canvases and things like that uh, pretty early. And and uh, you know, again, like I said, it, that may have just been to to keep me from uh, drawing on the walls, but <laughs> which I did a lot of. But but uh, uh, no, they that was good. And and so yeah, I I've uh, always been been into art. And then um, you know, when I started college, I've I, uh, I've been, you know, very interested in all types of art, you know, uh, um, I mean, writing included, but, um, I, I, uh, decided to major in film and then did that for about a year and a half and, and decided and to switch over to graphic design. And it's kind of a fluke, just, uh, um, I was actually in college and they, uh, I had, I missed a payment somewhere and they unenrolled me and then, I, you know, I was kind of faced with, well, do I want to mess with all this or would I like to just move back to my hometown and, and, and enroll in the college there and maybe do something different? And so I decided to do that, and that, that worked out really well. It was a, a great uh, mistake to happen because, you know, I, I very much enjoy what I do. And so I've uh, been – There are only happy mistakes with God. <laughs> things, oh, yeah, things yeah. Things happen, but they don't – they haven't really just happened. Oh yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, okay. that was definitely a happy mistake. So okay, so yeah, I've been doing it ever since. Okay, and then you, um, so you found your your muse. You, well, you found the thing that you love. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. that you love graphic design and art. So, yeah, um, yeah. And so, what happened then? Did you? Um, so you did you intern? Oh yes. Um, yeah. Then. I uh, um, yeah yeah I went went to went to college and and uh, 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 it was very good. They had a great uh, graphic design program. Learned a lot there. And then um, you know eventually got an internship at a, a small kind of startup ad agency in town and uh, did that for oh maybe maybe about a a year and a half or so. I. I uh, interned there while I was in school, and then that turned into a a job. And then eventually, I decided to leave there and uh, go uh, go try to find something else that I thought might you know give me some some additional experience and opportunities. And so I worked at a small design firm after that. And then after and then I was there for a while. Went to a 
a bigger ad agency in town. So that was kind of a, a whole different kind of experience, um, getting more into the advertising and conceptual idea uh, phase of things, which is something that, you know, I, I try to bring into the book covers too that I do is to not just, you know, make something that looks good, but there, that there's a, a an idea or a concept there. And that's usually where I start from. And I think that's been one of the, the really beneficial things about uh, having an advertising background is that, um, you know, that focus on, on the big idea is something that I can also bring into something that's a little, usually a little more of a, of a designed focus medium like book covers. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've did that. And then um, from there, I decided to take an opportunity to go work at a, a ministry in, in St. Louis. Uh, it's actually a Joyce Meyer Ministries, which is, is pretty well known and, and uh, took, took an opportunity to be a graphic designer there. And so, um, and, and yeah, there's, you know, with them, uh, there is, as far as book covers go, there's plenty of opportunities to design book covers for, for Joyce Meyer and, and covers of, uh, um, you know, teaching CDs and things like that. Doesn't she write it? She writes a gazillion books. Um, I mean, if you go to her website, she's got a lot of them. So I would assume you would have been yeah. pretty busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a di- definitely a different, uh, uh, type of book than, you know, like maybe the cozy mysteries or novels, but it was, a uh, um, very much some of the same, uh, uh, aims that you have with, with, uh, novels or, or more literary works, you know, where you're just trying to draw a reader in to, to read more. Um, as a designer, I, I know there are uh, bread and butter jobs, you know, where you, you do ads and there, you know, there are ads for things that aren't very exciting, but it's bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> but then the, the creative stuff, and now that's where you really get to shine. And I know that's probably uh, what you enjoy doing the most. Um, so, um, so what do you do now? So now you're at a startup ad agency. Uh, no, I'm in a, a. It's a little larger ad agency. It'd still probably be considered kind of a medium size, but um, really top-notch ad agency here in St. Louis. Um, they're actually connected to a larger, um, basically worldwide uh, agency network where. Um, we're, we're separate, but you still get to see what's going on kind of all around the world um, in as far as, you know, uh, how people are approaching advertising and, and some of the great work that's coming out of different countries even and um, and things. So uh, it, it's been a great, great fit for me. And, and, and again, kind of getting uh, a variety of, of uh, approaches that you may not get if you just, you know, stayed in one place forever you know i've definitely gotten to move around and seen how different places approach different creative problems and and come up with ideas wait i i hear this kind of stuff all the time because um my youngest daughter works for an ad agency in dallas and she's a brand manager so <laughs> so i hear yeah. this, this um now tell us about your awards that's a pretty big deal um, um yeah yeah uh well yeah that's uh um, kind of my my profession is is definitely kind of ripe with awards. I was uh, joking with somebody a while back that you know it is you know how awful it is that there's there's actually people out there that that don't get awards for doing their job. You know, <laughs> it's uh, 
it, you know, because we, we seem to just have all these award shows and award books and things that you just get used to it. But but uh, but seriously, though, it's uh, the uh, um, the awards are, are have definitely been a good way to to see you know how your work measures up to other professionals in your in your industry and and it's judged by professionals in the industry so that's that's nice um some of the the awards i've won um there's we kind of there's there's some local shows here in st louis um we've got the addies which is you know more advertising focused and then um aiga show is another big one which is more of the graphic design community and graphic design firms and and i've had uh work in both um and and uh, that's always kind of kind of exciting to be able to kind of come together with your local community and and know the people that are in the show and know um be able to you know go go to an actual show and stuff whereas sometimes that's not always possible with with some more national or international shows but i've also had some work featured in a in some international um awards and publications you know you mentioned graphis which is is a um a publication it's pretty well known that that takes work from all over the world so that's that's a neat opportunity to to see like how your work stacks up to people from other countries and and things and so then there's been some others too yeah i mean it's a big deal it it is uh and it's very affirming and um you know we writers like that too (laughs) i mean even right <laughs> yeah so, yeah it, it makes you feel good yeah yeah for sure so uh so let's talk about let's talk about book covers um which yeah. is, okay which book cover was your first design i know i know you know i've um i interviewed you on um ancestors blog as well and and you said that it, it was for your mom and it wasn't your favorite well tell us uh what you learned from that and and uh, what you did from that point on. Um, yeah, I think like the the very first one I did was was for her, and it was you know one of her very early, maybe even very first books. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I don't I don't even think I'd uh, gone to school yet. It, it was just you know I hadn't really decided on graphic design as a career yet at that point. And um, you know yeah it it. it you you learn a lot, you know. You learn a lot about you know how to do things right and how to um, whether it's just the style, you know, the illustration style or whatever, or the for the layout or even the concept, you know. Um, it it uh it wasn't great. I you know I try to keep it hidden, <laughs> for, you know. Uh, but um but yeah, I, I, you I certainly learn, you know from there like sometimes i think people kind of don't understand the the purpose of the cover and how to draw people into the story how to not just like um make a visual representation of the story on the cover but to do something that kind of either teases or just draws them in to want to learn more about it. Maybe they pick it up and read the back cover and then that draws them in, you know, and, and uh, so even from whether it's just a visual design standpoint or a conceptual point, um, I, I definitely feel like I've learned a lot since then. And it's, it's interesting to go back and compare my work now to when I first started out for sure. Well, I, you do fiction and nonfiction covers now, but do you feel uh, 
that you need you need to get a feel for the author or the genre or both um def definitely both i mean everything uh, you know when you begin a, a process for a, a project like a book cover you're you, you know as much information as you can get is good so you know, I'm usually trying to get a feel for you know the author and their brand and where they're wanting to be in in kind of the marketplace and 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 the feel they're trying to convey, um, you know, as well as like you know the genre they're in. Um, it's definitely um, you're always trying to kind of stand out from your competition and and but and be memorable in that sense. But then at the same time, there's something to be said for having a cover that. Uh, lets people know kind of what genre this book is in. So that's always kind of a, a balancing act. Um, so, you know, there's that. And then obviously the story itself is, is very important too. Um, well, and so you're, I, I, you're trying to. I'm, I'm sorry. I know I've gotten so many compliments on my series, you know, and all the covers you've done. Um, yeah. Uh, but outside of my own, <laughs> which are my favorite, <laughs> I, Bumping off Binky, the one you did for your mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, it, it just embodies the quirk, and like, who doesn't want to see a clown go down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's so colorful and it's so cozy. Um, now, yeah. I, I know for cozy mysteries, you know, when you asked me about designing the first cover, I didn't even know there were going to be more covers at first, um, and neither did you. But um, I wanted to do something more um, pastel and, and colorful and bright and fun and not go the route of a lot of mysteries, which are, you know, darker, more gothic covers. I wanted something bright, and, and you really fulfilled that. The colors are just gorgeous and people can go to your your website and check out all these all these covers um yeah, yeah they're all on there apart from from other types of books that you've noticed so far uh, and, and i'm sorry i missed the first part of that what what kind of oh, uh, what sets mystery apart from say other genres if you're doing oh, a from your um yeah from from your books uh, from yeah, and your mom's uh, and and their okay. cozy mystery authors you've done as well. Yeah, um, well, you know, I think uh, um, and using you know your series as an example. Um, like I said, it's kind of your the the genre. You know, it's important to kind of understand that genre because um, that comes with a particular audience and and to really um, not just look at a bunch of other books in that genre and try to copy some sort of, you know, mishmash of that style, but um, to understand kind of why uh, maybe particular styles work in, in that particular, uh, uh, for that particular audience. And so um, kind of your, your covers as an example, and, and it, and it works for, for my moms as well is, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I like the idea of, you know, with the cozy mystery, you know, it's not, like you said, it, you're, you're not necessarily wanting to go, uh, dark and and um, you know there's there's that cozy aspect too to it. So um, you know I thought the kind of this idea of kind of making something that has you know like a sinister crime in it, but then there's also this this uh, 
uh, cozy, warm, you know, like approachable feel to it as well was was an interesting balance. And I think you know different cozy mysteries can can go you know uh, further to one side of the spectrum than the other depending on on the particular book and the particular author. Um, but you know, I think that I'm I'm trying trying to get at why some covers look the way they do so that I can figure out a way to address that, but do something different. And so, um, you know, with, with your covers, you know, we, we came up with this, this band that goes across the, the image, which is a, a, a very, uh, uh, I think, uh, particular branding element that, that we bring into all those covers to kind of tie them together and make them stand out. And then, you know, the illustration style, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, um, a lot of ways you can go with the style of the illustration. So, you know, you may have, um, I, I mean, there's there's more than just, you know, pencil sketches and computer um, uh, sketches and, and watercolor and stuff. There's there's all kinds of styles that you can go go with. And, um, you know, I wanted to pick something kind of colorful and, and uh, bright, you know, as we had talked about. And, um, would tie all those books together, together, and and also uh, introduce you know a good, good opportunity for um, you know what I would consider to be just pleasing design aesthetically, um, which I I think that that definitely gives us the opportunity to do. You'll you'll notice that there's you know I bring certain patterns into the background and stuff that work well as like a a, a background pattern, but it's also part of the illustration and. And kind of ties everything together. Um, so yeah, it's usually just trying to find that way to to bring a cohesiveness and a brand look to things, but then also um, address each book separately and what that book is about, you know, and 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 how to show that best in illustration. Yeah, and uh, the branding aspect is very important because uh, and indie authors don't all realize this that. You know, if you're going to have a series, um, you, people need to be able to look at it and say, oh, this is the next one in the series because it's got, you know, like I've got that uh, band across the middle. Um, yeah. They recognize it. They're like, oh, yeah, that's another one in the series. Um, so authors need to realize that if they are uh, indie publishing books, that they really should do some sort of um, branding and, and really think yeah. about what they're going to do. So, oh, yeah. um, my next question, and this is this is something that uh, is disputed, I guess, um, in you know, with magazines and books. But um, why is green a no-no? Because uh, you know, I've I've read a lot about it. Because I um, I guess one of the indie covers I was designing was green, and I started reading about it, and green is definitely a no-no. Magazines don't sell with you never see a magazine with green on it, and um, with the exception of kids' books, you don't see a whole lot of green covers. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no, no, not really. I, I mean, I've definitely heard um, things like that where somebody, you know, says, uh, you, know, "You can't use this color; it won't, you know, work or or you know, sell or whatever." And and um, you know, I, I definitely want to pay attention to something if it's if it's a definite fact. But um, sometimes it seems like some of those things can be more like, you know, marketing people do some study and come up with something, but, you yeah. know, it's, if you've got a good designer, um, they're going to, they're going to pick up on if something just doesn't feel quite right or, um, 
you know has has some sort of a negative uh, connotation to it or or um if something is is drawing drawing you in or if it's kind of pushing you away um you know I, yeah i i've heard that with purple too um but i think you know when it's used uh correctly and tastefully then it's you know it's not it's more how it's used than a particular color that's going to either not sell your book or sell your book you know so yeah i, I haven't really heard that though well, um, I, I know as a designer, you can look at a cover and say, okay, that one works for me. But you know what? Even an, an average reader can look at a cover uh, and and say, oh, that doesn't interest me. And that's what you're going for is attracting that reader. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You it and say, wow, I want that book. Like you, yeah. you, um, you mentioned your favorite, one of your favorite covers. Um, as a million little pieces by James Fry. Yeah, um, yeah. What stood out you know, on that cover for you? Um, you know, I think it's it's. Uh, I think one of the most interesting, some of the most interesting covers for me. Um, they just create a, um, a some kind of a sense of mystery or some kind of a. They engage you by you wanting to know what that's about. Like if you can get that reaction. Uh, from a potential reader to where they're like, "What's that about? I want to know more." Then that's that's great. That's what you want. You want them to draw in and then learn more. And so, and that's one big mistake I think um, a lot of people can make is thinking that their cover needs to be very clear, or you know, um, that it can't. They're afraid something's going to become confusing or something. And so, like that that cover, for example. Um, I, I've never read the book. I know there's like some apparently some con controversy over the book. Like the guy said it was his life story, and it wound up it wasn't. But despite all that, I, just the cover itself, like um, I know that it had to do with you know drug addiction or something, and and like you know the cover uh, just shows his hand with with uh, you know a bunch of like what looks like they could be little beads from. A, inside a capsule or something all covering the, the hand just kind of creating this texture on this hand it's just kind of you know it's not really you know there's not a bunch of dark effects or anything on the, the hand it's just this picture of this hand against this blue background and just you know the the title in a very uh uh plain nondescript uh font it says you know uh was a tiny million tiny pieces or <laughs> i forget what the the title was but um book uh initially you know more than yeah his drug addiction story um because it, it was really fascinating you know yeah Just yeah visually fascinating. okay so yeah. um we are running out of time <laughs> oh, okay so I, I like to do a little uh lightning round with you before we go but before we do that i just want to make sure in case we go long that people know your uh, your website is is www.dannymel.com. That's D-A-N-N-Y-M-E-H-L. Uh, and if you want to look at uh, the cover website, the book covers, that's dannymelcovers.com. And I hope you'll go and check those out and um, and contact him. Uh, do you want do you want to leave your email, or I think you have contact information on the um, on the cover website. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. There's a, an email and there's a contact forms on both sites. So either, either way, 
Fantastic. Okay, so now we're going to start our lightning This is mystery and suspense, so I have to. <laughs> I have to use. That's a little scary. Like that. <laughs> okay, Ranger, do you watch Netflix? First of all, what was that? Do you watch Netflix? Before I ask you oh. this question. Uh no, no, we don't have Netflix. We have Hulu, so. Okay. <laughs> so I'll scratch that question. I was going to say Stranger Things or Black Mirror, but that's out. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so so Valentine Valentine's Day is coming up. So, do you do candy, flowers, or both? Um, usually I do flowers. Uh, my 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 wife likes candy, but sometimes she just likes a little bit of candy. Like, so I'll, I'll, I might do flowers and then just something like smaller and extra nice, you know, as opposed to like the giant, uh, you know, pound of candy, you know, and and a giant heart or something. So. Yeah, usually flowers are, are what I go to. I'm so glad my husband never gave me a giant teddy bear or anything. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did get her a giant monkey when, when we, uh, uh, not long after we were first married, but yeah, that's in a closet somewhere. And so, yeah, I've stayed away from giant stuffed animals since then. Anything. Okay. New father quiz. Uh, would you rather change a diaper or change the sheets on the bed? Uh, I'd, I'd probably go ahead and take the diaper just, you know, it's a little, I'm, I've gotten pretty good and quick at that. So the, the yes. sheets on the bed, you have to go get them, you know, out of the dryer or the, you know, whatever and, and get all the old sheets out. It's just a little longer. So I'd, I'd probably just bite the bullet on the smell and, and take the diaper. And I have another baby question because I know you, you have two children now, right? Uh, yes, two. Yep. Okay, and and there's um, how old is your is your youngest, your little baby? Uh, he's five months old now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's eating baby food. So which baby food is? You know, we all tasted at one time or another. Uh, I'm sorry. I think you cut out just on the very end of that. Which baby food is your favorite? Um. Oh, I had. I've never eaten any of his baby food right now we are feed we're, we're feeding him more like uh mushed up bananas and applesauce like regular applesauce so i could go with either one of those but the actual baby food itself i've i've never never gotten up the guts to try to taste that so i know i i used to taste it because i thought if i'm gonna feed this to my child i better taste it <laughs> yeah and that can be pretty scary um yeah okay finally finally um, did you ever see the movie Young Frankenstein? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. Um, the mention of what name caused horses to whinny? Um, I, I do not remember that. It's been a long time. I barely remember the, the movie. Okay. That would be Frau Blücher. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Danny, it's it's been fantastic having you on the show, and um, uh, I hope that people will go find you on social media and also on your websites. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else you come up with. I know there's some great covers. 
um, oh, yeah. In yeah. because of you. So um, please, uh, I'll be in touch with you soon because I'm going to have you do another cover uh, in my series. So thank you. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, um, thank you, Danny. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.